Welcome to the art scene. In this show, Lisa from Paris and Alec from LA will be covering different topics of art from different countries, regions, and cultures. Today's topic is draw mirror. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so Eric, like, you obviously know who draw mirror is, right? Yeah, I I have to say though, um, I probably learned about him years ago, but uh, he wasn't as fresh in my memory until you started uh, describing his work more recently to me. Uh, and since then, I've like looked back and you know I recognize pieces. But yeah, it is. Um, it's kind of an interesting one because he he was very influential, but um, I don't know if he's he's always top of mind for a bunch of people. Yeah, true. So we cover him as today's podcast theme, and the reason why is that is I which I will explain more details later. But like one thing that I want to cover him now is that there is a like big exposition which is going on in Japan of Mirror and Japan. Mm. Isn't it interesting that like like Maestro names and Japan or other like specific countries name is put together to be shown. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, I I feel like it doesn't only happen in Japan, but I think I think there is something that's a lot of cultural significance can be drawn from the country, especially if the artist or whoever spent time there or it had a larger impact. Um, so yeah, that is it is kind of interesting though. Yeah, especially you're from, you know, USA, so <laughs> there are not much opportunity that like, like some artists and USA, but still, you know, it's interesting as a Japanese perspective. And also, I will talk about details later. But like my grand, I have a personal connection of this artist Miro. Because I haven't known him, by the way, because he has passed away before I was born. But um, my grandfather used to work with him when he was in Paris. Yeah, the, that's such a, <laughs> a, a crazy note. I know. I actually know that in very recent, like three to four years ago, by his notes or his like... He used to be a um, journalist, so, you know, he has published some articles and stuff, and he has some, like, mirrors artworks and also the pictures, so, which is really, like, making me exciting. So, and also, there, as I said, there is an exposition of mirror in Japan is going on in Tokyo, at this moment and my parents have contributed a little bit by you know providing some uh, my grandfather's like materials and stuff so which is really I feel really close to the artist as well so that's why I pick up him to introduce 
him in the arts in podcast. Yeah, that's exciting. Do you have a, a even deeper feeling because you are living in Paris? Like, is there yeah. is there some kind of personal feeling like you're in the city that? Um, well, I guess he wasn't from, but he Paris made a big impact on him, and now he has a show in Tokyo where you grew up. Exactly, and also, yeah, Mira has like been influenced by Japan as well. So, which which we will talk later. So, I'm very really impressed because there are not many artists who said like who have like mutual connection like him. Oh yeah, like he's yeah he's he's based. He he was based in Paris like more like. Or twenty years or something, where I'm now, and also he has personal connection with my grandfather, mm-hmm. and yeah, and he has influenced by like Japanese culture when he was young, even before before he visited Japan. So it was really, yeah. What else like of feeling? That I have to say, like that, I feel really close to him. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, so let me introduce him <laughs> <laughs> about John Miro. So, so in this episode, so I'm thinking to、uh, separate like um few episodes. So this in this episode, we'll we like to cover about Miro's artistic perspective. So why is Mira popular, or what makes him unique, etc. So、um, Joan Mira was a Catalan painter, sculptor, and ceramist, and he is born in Barcelona. Sometimes he is, you know, introduced as a like Spanish artist. Yeah, of course, you know, Barcelona is like、um, the region of. Spain, but I like to emphasize that I will introduce him as a Catalan artist.、Mm-hmm. Is that the way that he wanted to be introduced? He, I'm pretty sure he like according to some materials or books and interview, he seems to be really proud of himself as a Catalan,、mm-hmm. not Spanish. You know the history between them. So I will, I will say he. Like Catalan artist,、mm-hmm. you know there is some maestro from Catalan, like Gaudi, the architect, and also Picasso and Dali, are from Catalan. Yeah, I was I was pretty surprised.、Um, I really liked Dali growing up. In fact, whenever I was in high school and、mm-hmm. uh, trying to learn like different painting styles. I wanted to try and emulate the surrealism of Dali.、Um, I couldn't get the detail <laughs> at the same level, so it was it was really difficult to do. But、um, I think I knew that Dali was Spanish、uh, and Picasso as well, or you know, from Spain.、Um, but I I had never made the connection that all four of those. Big time artists were from the same region of Spain. I know, 
and like left Spain <laughs> around kind of the same time because yeah. of the war that was going on there. Mm-hmm. So it's it was um it's very interesting because I think when you're describing like why is Miro popular, it's kind of cool to then compare his style with those other artists that you know came about at the same time so you can Mm -hmm. almost see how they were interpreting their feelings and existing at pretty much the same time Um, so I really like that perspective to view Miro through yeah and plus all of them are friends (laughs) (laughs) which is useful (laughs) yeah Actually, Miro Miro met Picasso in Paris. Oh, really? In 1920, yeah. As a you know, at at the epoch, there are like Paris is the center of the art. So there are many people from European country or even U.S. to gather in Paris, and that's where Miro encountered Picasso, and also Dali encountered Miro in Paris as well. So is there an I guess this is more I guess episode 2 material but is there a part of Paris that is known for like artists to go to cuz I've never visited Paris so Yes there okay. is a um district called Montparnasse mm-hmm. which is really famous for that epoch like 1920s or 1930s and where this is the the Montparnasse, the area is called Montparnasse, and apparently there are some cafes that artists or poets or you know artists in general gather around to have uh, some expression, and those are the place that like artists gather around and they get to know each other. Okay. And Picasso is, um, Picasso and Amira as well are the um, one who goes to cafe. But I've read the material that Miro isn't, of course, Miro sometimes goes to cafe, but like there are so many artists that uh, go to cafe really often. Mm-hmm. Do you know socialize? But Mir is not that kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, and Montmartre is where the surrealist movement has begun. Okay. Mm. So what is what was Miro's style? I guess if you could describe in an audio format. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's pretty hard to describe it and you know audio, but still, and. It's still this um, difficult to describe in like one word, mm-hmm. but still, his style is called like an um, avant-garde, but also how do you say? He, um, his style really varies from very detailed one and to really like simple one, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Sorry, it's hard to describe. But still, he, like throughout his career of like almost 17, 70 years of like artist career, he changed his style a lot. Like he evolved his style every four or five years. Oh wow! 
yeah of course it depends on the epoch but like normally like you know sometimes people stick to one of the expression mm-hmm. until the end of the career but he mirrors really evolved his style for example at the beginning of his career his like um painting style is more really like detailed form and he's uh, objective is like nature or the painting nature like it's influenced by impressionist mm-hmm. but he evolves it um, step by step and for example in, in 1924 it's become like simple just a line to describe the birds or, or sometimes I will show it like this <laughs> So it's only like blue painting in the big canvas and he puts it like blue paint with some um uh, some words. Uh-huh. So it's like a poet with a painting. Okay. Yeah. And hey. also in the sorry, uh, later years he tries to collage or like dark way in the era of war mm-hmm. like spain war also he he tries to um compose ceramics sculpture lithograph and wall ceramic wall as well so he really developed his like style mm-hmm. th- throughout the career and are these the things that make him so popular is creating different styles of work or is there something else? Uh, I think he stands out in as a like surrealistic movement. So which is like in 1920s era. So it's like in that epoch, his style is like more, as I said, like simple and like dreamy sense. Mm-hmm. Dreamy, which means like, so I don't know how like how to say in how to describe but sometimes artists paint the objective as it is but like dreamy sense is more you know add something nuances with some objectives or mixing with their like dream or their sense of humor or etc so those kind of style are very unique in that epoch so i think he stands out in that book yeah it's a his work is an interesting mix i guess if you were to just see uh some of his most popular pieces because it is um you would describe it as surrealist because that's the era that he existed and it is very dreamy like you're describing but it's also very uh, abstract almost it's like pulling out exactly some, some emotion with shapes and creating people with these bold shapes not in the way that picasso did with you know like rearranging kind of mm. figures uh but more like you know s- s- describing it as like a cartoon is it sounds negative but i feel like that's kind of a good way to describe it 
because it's um, almost like a caricature, like trying to point caricature. Out, yeah, true. Uh, like these specific aspects of a face or mm. the body or something like that. Um, but but doing it in a very 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 simplified way, like trying to get to the most simple form of creating the image that then your brain can recognize is sort of how it feels like some of his, you know, that most popular kind of work looks like. Yeah. I think that's why he um, is called or he was thought as a like avant-garde artist. But mm -hmm. like unique, the unique thing is his personality is really far from the avant-garde mindset. He's really <laughs> so simple. I will talk um, details in episode two. And also, as you mentioned, as he's a surrealist painter, and as I mentioned him too, but he himself doesn't want to be called um, surrealist artist. <laughs> <laughs> what did you yeah. want to be called? He... He wants to himself called like independent or independent in French. Mm -hmm. It means like independent. So he he doesn't want to. So he really put emphasis on like liberty. So he's free. He wants to be free from like any like specific group. He's really from free from any specific style. So he really tries to be independent and so like going his own way. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, I read some materials that he, in, but he tries to um, free or escape from the bourgeoisie art. So in, you know, maybe it's same as now it is, but sometimes people tend to think like art is for very upper class oh, people. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But he really hates that. So he wants to really break the wall between like those kind of mindsets. So that's why that's one of the reasons why he put in a very simple and dreamy way. Some people might think those like mirrors artworks, oh maybe even child can draw it. But mm -hmm. no, it's not. He did it very like based on his thoughts to like break the wall of like bourgeoisie art and he really wants to be really open to the public on art that's that's really cool um did he uh, i'll save that for number two episode two okay <laughs> i have a personal question about him um okay. but his his style is there uh, so, like, liberty is one of his aspects, but are there other, like, key things that describe his work? Yeah. So, I would say in his perspective, like, as an artist perspective, he really um, covers poetry or birds or women as objective. And... Um, are those across all of his works? Like you could say, you could describe any of his time periods like that? Mm -hmm. After 1920s, of course, not like all of the artworks are related to those ones. Mm -hmm. And poetry is most of, most 
like more like beginning era. But he really, he seems to like really um, poet, poem. So he wants to combine between art, art or painting and poem into together. And he also tries to publish poem books. Oh, really? Apparently in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> but some like um, very notable poet, Andre, uh, what's his name? Andre. Anyway, he, he said he is the friend of Miro and he's the one who starts the surrealism movement. But he says Miro's poet is mm, okay level. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but but Miro himself really devoted himself into poets, so poet or poem. So he he has like interest both in like literature or poem and also the painting. Wow. And birds and women, I don't know why he pick up those things as objective, but I it's my it's just my guess, but like birds. One is you know, as he grew up in like Barcelona and, and later on he moved to Mallorca, which is like Spanish like Catalan island. And he also like every summer he goes back to Montreux, which is really Spanish and Catalan's like small village full of nature. And so I think they, he has discovered many like birds are surrounded by birds in nature. And also birds can be, you know, symbol of peace or nature. So I think, and it's close to everyone. So I think that's why he chose mm, birds and one as well. It's like a universal thing. So yeah. Maybe that's also his style, trying to appeal more to everyday people. Every everyday people, everybody. So he really focuses on like daily material. Like they are not daily material, but still, you know, daily life. Mm -hmm. And woman, you know, everybody is born from woman. So he he sometimes pick up those bird and woman very close to daily life as materials. Uh, yeah, I, I like the the concept. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing that I would like to mention is like he and why he is valued is Maybe he has significant influence on late 20th century artists, especially mm. American abstract expressionists. For example, Jackson Pollock, Alexander Calder, Mark Roscoe, etc. Uh, do you know what what influenced them? I can see sort of the abstract concept, but um, like Mark Rothko was so much into like what emotions can color and <laughs> bring out. So was Miro like known for the color as well? Is that something that maybe inspired? 
I, to be honest, I don't know too much about it, but so it's only my guess. Uh But yeah, maybe color and also the, like, think, like simplify things. Ah, okay, yeah. Of course, their their abstract expression is a more you know simple Jackson Pollock, for example, is right, just yeah. like painting <laughs> that. But like a concept of simplify maybe might influence those artists. And also, it's the era that in that era, 1950s or 60s, Miro has um, visited or part-timely lived in new york so and his exposition was uh held in moma oh really in this epoch yeah in 1950s or 60s so in that sense you know moma covered him and so they uh artists are influenced by him Mm -hmm. and also he, he himself like mirror himself has a lot of impact from those expressionists that's the art historian said so they influence each other in the style nice yeah um where can you find his work nowadays is he all over this is the nice question i want to <laughs> i want you to ask <laughs> so they are um you know he's as he's from Catalan Barcelona, so apparently, um, oh no, there are three major foundation that um, where you can find Mira's artwork. Mm. So two of them are in in Catalan, and one is in France. So one is Foundation Mira in Barcelona, and two is Foundation Mira in Mallorca. Mallorca is, as I said, island of Catalonia, and three is foundation met in Saint-Paul-de-Vence, France. It, this is the southern France, yeah, southern part of France. And I've been to foundation met, which is really, really good. Oh, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is it is it uh, only Miro's work? No, uh, first and second foundation Miro is are only Mirror's work and the foundation Met is not only Mirror's work but also you know um, Met the in, I don't know in Japanese he they are called Magu but like in, in French it's it's um it said like Met so I, I call them Met and the Met is the gallerist and they're uh, they're uh, they own the galleries and they cover those epoch very big names like Mark Chagall, Miro, or Giacometti, etc. So those kind of very like um, big name artists have so a foundation that has lots of um, those artists' artworks. Mm-hmm. But it's notably that in sample advance. Um, foundation like foundation met in sample advanced you can find mirrors like various types of mirrors artwork from like tapestry or drawings or even um wall ceramic wall oh really it's a really big and also some like sculpture 
in the garden. So they have a big garden, and then there are many like Giacometti or mirrors, like sculpture. So it's just really beautiful. And in southern France, weather is really good. So if you come over to visit to southern France, I should really recommend you all people to go. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. And also, as you, as you know, some like notable museums have collected his work. For example, MoMA and Guggenheim collection. Actually, I saw his work in Guggenheim in Peggy Guggenheim in Venice, and also Centre Pompidou in France, in Paris, and also National Gallery of Art in Washington have those arts and some of you know other works other museums have work yeah it's it's so crazy how many galleries you get to go to you're like i'm so into murals (laughs) (laughs) but you didn't you in um was it 2021 you went to like 50 different art shows or something Mm -hmm. (laughs) so many (laughs) it's impressive Okay, so we'll end up here at the episode one as uh, introducing Mira and Mira's like artistic view. Mm-hmm. You have any other questions? No, I'm looking forward to hearing about his his style changes and his personal yeah. life too. So next episode we'll talk about like his like Mira's personality and personal life, which has a lot of full like nice epi- like interesting episodes. <laughs> All so <right>. stay tuned. <laughs> Talk to you next time then. Bye.